y'all tuned in to Collide Talk by Jasmine and Kayla. We're not here for a good time, but a long time, y'all. So let's get into it. Last talk, take four. Let's get into it, y'all. Um, I love that intro, especially um your voice. You know, we're not here for a good time, but a long time, y'all. <laughs> uh-huh. You, I try, I try. Yes, <laughs> good. All right, so let's begin. Topic of the day: religion what, versus. You, you said week? what? I said, well, how are you this week, Jasmine? Oh, yes, of course. I forgot. I am good. Um, I'm good. I'm a little tired, but I'm good. I'm tired, boss. I feel you. <laughs> How are you? Oh, excuse me. I'm doing good. Um, a better headspace this week. So ready to tackle it, get shit done. And yeah, ready to conquer the week. That's good. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. So it sounds like, you know, we're better than last week. I'm glad that, you know, we're back on track with recording for our podcast. So, yes. Yes, yes. Minor setbacks for major comebacks. Hope y'all ready because we got some shit in store for y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get into it. Um, So religion versus spirituality. Now, motherfuckers going to be mad at this motherfucking topic because it's so much... It's so much that you could you could argue this topic for weeks, days, months, years. This is a really good topic. I'm excited. Yeah. So what's your, you know, I don't know. How do we break this up? Maybe talk about religion first. What's your take on religion? Well, I grew up in a, mm-hmm. that was, I came from a Christian family. Yes. And... I think one of my parents is Baptist. Um, one of my my great grandpa, he was actually a priest. Wow. So, yeah. So uh, my grandma grew up, you know, wearing skirts. She couldn't wear jeans. She couldn't be out past a certain time. She couldn't wear this. She couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> my dad, who was actually named after my grandfather, um, he follows, you know, the Bible and, you know, what his grandpa did and saw him very closely by heart. And then my dad and my mom and had me and I'm the fucking wild card. <laughs> you know, I really don't believe, you know, I grew up Christian. I used to be, you know, in the church car and everything. I told my parents that I wanted to give my life to Christ at five years old, literally. And I got baptized. So... <clears throat> Um, it's, at first it was hard, you know, breaking out of religion because, you know, that's what I was taught. That's what I knew, you know, when you're explaining to a five-year-old, you know, about hell, who do, who wants to go to hell when you explain it? You know, you're going to burn for eternity. So, right. so like, um, my innocence, in a sense, was them they're taking advantage of. Like, I don't know if I was just my parents. And my five-year-old said that they wanted to get baptized. I wouldn't have been so jumped and to do it. You feel me? Because they don't really understand everything. Okay. You feel so me? are you saying that if you could go back in time and were you know if you were more cautious, more um, conscious or aware, you wouldn't have got baptized? Right. Because this is the thing. I've always you know questioned spirit. I'm not spirituality. Christianity. You know. I just feel like you know with Christians. They're kind of, I don't want to say gullible, but like, why do you think you have to believe in somebody who got on the cross for your sins in order for you to go to heaven? That don't even make sense. If you just look up, 
you know, the sun rises every day and, and it, it it goes it away. Moon comes every day. Mm-hmm. It goes away. There's stars in the sky. There's birds that, that fly. Like, why do you think that you have to believe in somebody that died in order to have an afterlife? You know, this place is magical. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, life is so much bigger and broader than that. And that's... right. I just don't feel tied down to that at all. I, I never have, truly, honestly, even since I was a kid. You know, I've always had <clears throat> somewhat supernatural things happen to me, and I never, you know, took mind to that until I got older and realized, you know, like, hey, like, there's something more than what you're being taught. I've always had that nudge, and I just, you know, followed it, and I kind of, not kind of, fell into spirituality. I just, you know was introduced into spirituality yeah or even you know back to the you know the 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 sun rises every day and the moon sets and there's stars and there's birds and you know why do you have to believe in somebody dying on a cross to have an afterlife you know or just thinking about multiple lifetimes you know it's like dang did jesus die on the cross every lifetime <laughs> right and that's another thing too that played heavily into my decision to um, you know, denounce myself as a Christian. I've always felt like I've always had a strong sense that I have been here before, that I have lived before. I've always felt like, you know, I've died and came back, even as a child, like seriously. Um, I used to tell my parents, you know, like this person comes and talks to me and they do this and they do that. And, you know, we do this and that. You know, like I had an imaginary friend type shit. And it was like, no, Kayla, <laughs> you don't have an imaginary friend. But, you know mm-hmm. those, that's awesome we have a lot in common but keep going exactly and it's like you know those are my spirits those are my you know my ancestors that's your divine team exactly that watch over me and it's been like that ever since i was a child that's awesome so that's, that's how you know i know that i'm on the right path with spirituality you can't tell me that what i experienced and what i feel and what i have experienced isn't you can't yeah. do that for me at all okay well, um, my take on religion is a little similar to yours. I mean, I've never been baptized, but um, my dad was raised seven-day Adventist, and my mom was raised Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because um, my grandfather, my dad's dad, was a was a pastor. Um, wow! So that's you know, like you saying that your your dad's dad was a priest, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. It's- what were you gonna say i was saying my dad's grandpa his grandfather was a priest okay yeah so um and the cool thing i mean i don't know if you know much about seven day adventist or um jehovah witness but my dad recently just told me that um jehovah witness is a is an off branch of seven day adventist so it's it's kind of funny that my parents grew up in two different religions um so yeah and i think if uh, I remember growing up and I, 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 you know, I was not like I was around both religions, but I was more raised in the Jehovah Witness because, of course, I lived with my mom. So I had to go to the hall and do all that. And I just remember when I did get around my grandparents and my dad and things like that and was having to follow the seven day Adventist out of respect for my grandparents. I remember saying, if I had to choose one of the other, I was definitely choosing Jehovah witness, even though Jehovah witness didn't celebrate holidays and all that. But the seven day Adventist was just too much for me because it was literally, um, basically, you know, practicing the religion seven days a week, you know, like each day was something different as far as practicing the religion. And that was just too much for me. You know, like, like one day was like no TV, no internet, no things like that. You had to like, you know, it just was too much for me, you know? So um, compared to Jehovah's Witness, it was just a couple of days out the week. That is, uh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So, but the, also the other thing that is very similar about the two was, you know, Jehovah's Witness, they knock on your door, you know, they go around and they do, um, Dang, what is it called? Freak. I want to say it because I want to be politically correct. Um, dang. Anyways, freak. I'm gonna think of it, but like it's it's a it's an actual word for what they do when they go out and knock on the door. Um, 
But my dad, Seven Day Adventist, was kind of like the same thing. They were like the boys that would stand on the corner or like in very populated areas, like um, on college campuses or at the mall and things like that and hand out pamphlets for Seven Day Adventist. So that's what I mean by like the both of the religions were very similar. Um, but the the thing about it is I felt like growing up, my parents weren't very religious. Like they grew up in these religions, yet they they still had chaotic lives. You know what I'm saying? They weren't. holier than thou people you know what I'm saying my dad drank you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying he cigars you know he partied you know my mom you know she she was a wild card and you know they they weren't they weren't Christians you know what I'm saying even though my my dad was baptized my mom never was baptized but um they did you know quote unquote follow these religions um so I think I don't know when I well, when I became spiritual or feeling like mm, I don't really care for the religion, I probably was in my early 20s where I was just like, you know, I'm good off that. I remember um, um, Jehovah Witnesses, they have a memorial, you know, it's like Christians, they celebrate Easter, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Jehovah Witness, they don't, you know, they don't believe in holidays. So it wasn't Easter, but, you know, still Jesus, you know, that rising for whatever. the same time of out of respect for my grandmother because my grandmother and my aunt still follows the Jehovah Witness religion mm. um but eventually I you know I was just like I, you know I don't really care for this anymore you know I don't really care for religion and I think really I became spiritual as far as into like like and that's another thing I have I'm in a diversity class right now and um uh, it's so diversity has to do with culture, and culture makes up religion. You know your ethnicity. You know, um, you know your your groups. You know your sexuality, things like that. And also, my my teacher incorporates spirituality. So I was just like, yes. And our and one of the we were talking about our identities. Like, how does our identity break down as far as your ethnicity, um, your ancestral roots, you know, your culture, your sexuality, your gender, you know, different things that make up your identity and also religious spirituality. And I remember being in like a little breakout group with a girl and the girl was like, I think I'm spiritual. But then when I look up spiritual and like different groups of like what spiritualism is, you know, one form is meditation. One is this one is that. And it's like I don't really identify with a certain spirituality group. You know, I feel like my spirituality just kind of comes within. Um, I'm really into um, astrology and um, what's it called? Tarot and um and crystals and and things like that nature um I believe in meditation but I don't I don't practice it on a regular mm-hmm. um but I was I guess when I first got into spirituality was actually kind of through you Kayla like you kind of really sparked my interest with it and it was kind of revolved around readings oh. you know and um and and off that came you know my life path number and um things like that and so my life path number is six and I also dedicate my life path number to my divine team. I believe I have six divine angels that watch over me. So, um, yeah. Wow. That is amazing. I'm glad that, you know, I was able to, what's the word I want to use? I enlighten you, but you know, yeah. Spark my interest. Yeah. Just show, show people something different than, you know, what they're being taught. You know, that's, Another thing about me, um, I feel like I I can I have a strong sense of self, you know, I can really think for myself, especially in a society that is like it is nowadays, you know. Everybody's on Instagram and getting BBLs and everybody looks Oh sick. god, yes. Shit like that. And you know, I'm glad that, you know, I could think for myself and Yes. So I'm glad that I was able to show you that. And I like I, keep sorry. going. Um, yeah, I love how your classmate was saying that she doesn't really identify with one certain way of spirituality. So I feel like that's what spirituality is. You exactly. Know, you could do like, it this way, you could do it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you, you can don't. do it on your own. Right. 
And that's what she was saying. Like, I say words like manifestation and, you know, the earth. Like, I, I say things like that. So I think I'm spiritual. But then when I look at the breakdown of it, it's like, hold on, am I really spiritual? And so it's like, I don't I don't identify myself with a spiritual group. You know, I just feel like it comes within, you know, like I, I'm into crystals. You know, I, I believe in that and that crystals mean different things. And I, I definitely believe in tarot cards and energy and, that's- you know. And spiritualism could just be connected to other people that are spiritual, you know, things like that. Exactly. And it, and it takes me back to Christianity because mm-hmm. it's crazy how, you know, they call crystals and tarot cards. And, you know, even if we you know if I'm around my evil. Mom, yeah. And I talk, I'm talking about the moon or the sun. They call it evil. It, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Wow. Right, right. You know, in Christianity, they talk about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost all the time. You know, mm-hmm. if you catch the Holy Ghost, that's different. But, you know, if I'm, you know, talking to my spirit team or, you know, my higher self is 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 frowned upon. And that's so weird to me because it's essentially the same thing. I feel like this is another thing, too. I feel like the Bible, it wasn't meant to be followed so closely. I feel like it was something to be like a guide, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's just one big ass story. And yeah. I feel like if you if you really believe it, we could all be like Jesus and turn water into wine and mm-hmm. five hundred people off of two fish and two pieces of bread and you know, shit mm-hmm. like that. It's all about what you allow your mind to believe and what you believe that you can do with what you have. That takes me to um tarot actually the fucking magician card and the card um the the man on the magician card he has a wand he has a pinnacle he has a cup and um i think he has a sword and he has the infinity sign over his head and that's basically saying you know that and that's the first card of the tarot that he has everything that he needs to create everything that he wants and with the infinity sign over his head, it's like he's divinely protected and guided by the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. To me, that's Jesus, the, the fucking magician. It, right. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah, it almost makes you think of like the beginning of the Bible, you know, it goes through, you know, on day one, this happened, day two, this happened, you know what I'm saying? So to compare, you know, the magician card to, you know, Jesus or, you know, whatever you're saying, it almost makes it seem like, like you said, comparing it tarot to the bible you know it's the magician card is like it created you know the universe or whatever exactly exactly it's and it's and it's crazy because you know i've always had these nudges but then again i didn't really start you know really questioning christianity and questioning spirituality and what was best for me until i got into high school i'll never forget it um sophomore year i had a his a world history teacher and he made not he made us but like we studied every religion when it came to that time you Mm -hmm. know a religion and I really liked that about him because he he wasn't biased he didn't say oh yeah this one makes more sense than that one you know he Mm -hmm. genuinely wanted us to be knowledge uh knowledgeable about you know all these different religions and in my studies and findings it's basically the same story just told differently and that's that's that but that's where i have a problem with religion too because everybody's religion is the is the number one religion you know this is the religion you need to you know i don't like that you know it's almost putting religions in a competition or you know it makes religious people are you know even me as a young person growing up like oh my you know if i if i don't follow this religion i follow a different one then i won't be saved or exactly you know, back to the bible you know there's so many versions like you said it's more of a god not something that has to be you know you a stickler you know what i'm saying it's like i i don't i don't really you know i don't have really good vibes about the bible because it's so many different versions and it's like who's to say what is right and then also to me the bible is man-made mm-hmm. yes i understand that you know, there was followers or whatever, you know, to create the Bible there, you know, Jesus could have whispered things like that um, to for people to create the Bible, just like, you know, humanity has created life itself. But it's like, um, I, I just I don't like it, you know, what I'm saying, because, you know, if we think about God and Jesus and things like that, these are not man made creatures, you know, what I'm saying. So for me to believe in a man made Bible is just I, I don't believe in it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how you said that it's like it's a competition, and mm-hmm. it's back to America, you know? Yeah. On the and dollar racism and God we trust. Mm-hmm. Why on the dollar bill on the currency on every dollar? You feel me in the national mm-hmm. anthem? You know we we yeah. talk remember the fucking. Uh, what is the Pledge of Allegiance no more? But it, but it's it. But we talk about God. We mention God in that as well. Like why? Right. Oh, like in the, then and I like about which, which, is, God, which God is that? Is it the exactly. Muslim God, the Buddha God, the, exactly. the Christianity God? Is it Jehovah? Is it you know what I'm saying? Like wh- which one is it? Exactly. And I feel like to America, you know, mostly the mostly people over here they're Christian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not it's not because people want to be Christian and people are truly Christian. I honestly feel like people are just scared of the afterlife. People don't know and they're afraid to, you know, say and speak of, you know, hey, I don't believe in this. I don't think this is going to be for me. You feel me? So they just, you know, fall in line with everything else. And no, I refuse to be that, inf- that individual. Because what if you're not right? I'm not going to follow you. <laughs> right you're not right and it's or like, I'm, yeah or i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sign my soul over to a religion and conform to something and and boom this was all just make believe exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah no i'm not doing that and I, and again i feel like it's bigger than that anyways once i started diving into spirituality i realized you know how big and I don't want to say big because that's like a very vague word. It made me realize how powerful God is or spirit, the universe creator, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, Mm -hmm. people always say, you know, well, who created God? He doesn't need to be or they don't need to be created. It's a force. You feel me? It, It just is what it is. You know, I would be a fool to not believe in that. It's mm-hmm. not about, you know, who died on the cross or rubbing on Buddha belly and happy mm-hmm. Buddha. It ain't, it's not about that to me. It's, you know, it's about, you know, the creation of life and yeah. doing right and following your heart. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I like that. And like you said, a force, you know, energy. I know in, energy. I know in the Bible, I remember in high school, I was having a debate with um my friend was dating a girl at the time and we were talking about how god was created and you know in the bible you know we were debating like nah and she was like the bible don't say that and you know um god came from dirt you know god made himself from dirt you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. she was like that is not true and i don't remember i don't recall that i'm like and me and my friend was like yes you know what i'm saying and it's like some parts of the bible not saying it's fully true, but it make more sense than anything else. Yeah. You know, so when you sit there and say like a forced energy, it's like, or the th- thinking about the magician card, you know, that's magical t- to me to be, you know, to just create, you know, create yourself or to come alive through, you know, what's on earth, you know, particles. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where, you know, science comes in now, you know, yeah. who don't believe in none of this at all you know the people who are scientists i'm a fucking scientist i know everything you know mm-hmm. you know in the sense most scientists did you know are atheists yeah exactly exactly because you know they feel like they can explain you know why dinosaurs you know are mm-hmm. extinct and why you know global warming is a thing and whatever the fuck you feel me so mm-hmm. yeah it's just all it just all boils down to one thing i feel like you know who knows why we on this floating rock with water and birds and monkeys and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably never figure that out. But somebody created this shit. It's here. It's working every day. You know, the sun rises. The, the ocean has ties. The fish is swimming. Mm-hmm. They in that bitch living and eating and shit. They figuring shit out. You know, and it makes me think about, you know, animals. I remember being a kid and, you know, it's so annoying how... You know, you driving down the street, you in a rush, and it's a a um a family yeah. trying to cross the street. Mm-hmm. But if you really pay attention, it'd be the mama geese or the mama goose or whatever the fuck they call is first in line. Then it's the little baby ducks, and then it'll be the dad at the end. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy how that instinct is in every animal. 
You feel me? Yeah. You can't tell me that, that that that's not divine. You can't tell me that. You know. Mm-hmm. You you can't tell me that. You know all these different species and animals and trees and shit is not divine. Mm-hmm. How the sun, and I keep going back to the sun because if we were any further to the sun we would burn up if i mean we would freeze but if we were getting closer we would burn up you know everything is just divine proximate dang proximity (laughs) exactly everything Mm -hmm. is divine and it's it's just crazy it really is crazy the people that i've met met the things that i've experienced is just it's not about jesus and the cross Mm -hmm. everything me and and you know they be doing rituals and shit too like communion yeah take this bread and let it represent my body and drink this juice and represent my blood but if i you know want to put my crystals which came from earth in Mm -hmm. the sun which is on earth you know i'm i'm frowned upon before that it it's just so ignorant it really is or if i want to take my my blood and and create a spell you know what i'm saying it's just, you know what i'm saying and especially the black people you know you think when we was over there in africa or wherever we came from jamaica the dominican whatever island you know you think we was talking about a white jesus a jesus at that it don't even make sense people really think jesus is white okay first of all israel is so fucking close to the fucking equator it don't even make sense how is this white man walking around the middle east Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Ooh. And like how they describe Jesus in the Bible, he had woolly hair. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not saying because I know we talked about this in my diversity class too. That just because you have ethnic hair does not make you black. You know there are there are a lot of white people that walk around with curly, thick, coarse hair as well. Yeah. So, um, but that's another thing where you get down to dang, is race even really real? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the Creole people. Mm-hmm. What exactly is a Creole person? I'm, yeah. I'm not ignorant. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but what are you? Like, seriously. Seriously. We have all these Creole. We got Spanish. We got, you know, um, um, shit, Asian. You feel mm-hmm. me? And it's just all these different things. And it's just like, listen, we all one and the same. Right. It go back down to all the different religions. You know, dang, what you know, dang, can it just really be one that categorizes all? Yeah, it's just and it's crazy how religion dictates so much and mm-hmm. you know, how they wanted it to be. Yeah, conformity. Exactly. exactly. And Race I, is conformity. I refuse to conform. I will never Yeah. yeah. Never. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just wild. It's just wild. Spirituality. I feel like, I feel like <clears throat> these last what six, seven years, I've been practicing spirituality. I feel like I've been closer to Creator than I've ever been. You feel me? Definitely. Again, I used to sing in the choir. I used to be at church on Thursday nights and going to revival and going to Bible study and going to mm-hmm. church doing communion and all that shit and it's just that's what I remember it now when Jehovah Witnesses go and knock on the door it's called field service <laughs> really? yeah that's what it's called but you know that's that's past but I, I could not not let y'all know that it's called field service I never I don't know nothing about Jehovah's Witness I had a um when I was in elementary school one of my best friends was Jehovah's Witness and my mm-hmm. mom like told me to stay away from her <gasps> Oh my goodness, that is so rude. And that's why as a kid I did never talked about it because Jehovah's Witnesses were like I feel like was the most religion that everyone looked down. They accept the Jewish people. They accept all the, the Muslims. But they let you be a Jehovah's Witness. Oh goodness, it was oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. No, your mom said stay away from her. No, seriously. Like it still to this day, me being a 24-year-old grown woman, she will still pray over me and try to put holy oil on me. And it's just too much. Like, your mom or the friend that was a child witness? No, my mother. Like she still oh, pray. We could go to church and worship God together again. Like when I was like fucking four. Like 
honey i was four i didn't know what the hell i was doing for real <laughs> it's just i don't know mm-hmm. I'm such a, a heavy everybody in my family is a christian and they look at me like what is wrong with you where did we go wrong and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm good <laughs> i'm chilling yeah. i mean i don't know it's just weird and then another thing is um about religion is you find like black people being heavily uh religious and heavily christians and then you look at white people and they don't even really you know you don't even really hear or see much about how they how they do their religion although they are christians but they are nowhere near as dedicated to the religion like black people are and i know that it stems a lot from slavery and slavery ending and you know what i'm saying feeling like oh god finally saved us you know but that's another thing that i feel like was just Mm. another way for people to conform yes come on now jasmine because literally in that shirt i was telling you about um, he was saying to the to the slave owner, the reason why your slaves run away because you're not beating the Bible in them enough. Mm. Beat ass and teach them the Bible, I bet you ain't gonna have no more runaways. Mm. Exactly, and it's just mm. crazy how that's why we're so scared mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, you know, this ain't for me. This ain't making right, sense. right, right." Because this is what our people followed and believed in, and what exactly it has been beat into us mm-hmm. and no and i just want people especially my people especially black people to sit here and think about what we was doing we was in africa libya nigeria the dominican jamaican wherever you your roots that you came from really think about the religion that you was practicing you think they was talking about some man dying on some cross on the second <laughs> day i mean on the third day he came back mm-hmm. and, no no that- no no yeah, that makes me think of, you know, people give Kanye West a lot of shit for the comment of him saying slavery was a choice. And to think about you saying that, oh. you know, the slave owners were saying like, you know, you know, you know, you I bet you if you beat the Bible into these people a little bit more, you won't have no runaways. You know what I'm saying? It, it almost thinks about back to dang religion is a choice compared Thank to spirituality. And I don't agree with people giving Kanye West shit for saying that at this point slavery was a choice you know even if you take religion out of it you know what i'm saying it was a choice you stick here you stay here you work for these people and you get beat or you can run the fuck away and yeah there's a possibility that you die but like you said kayla there's an afterlife Uh you see what i'm saying do i who do i sell my soul to do i sell my soul to the white men do i sell my soul to a land that is not you know, it's not it's not dedicated to like this land is supposed to be for love. You know, it's supposed to be for all these things. But people, you know, it's not it has not been created like that. It has not been manifested like that. You know, so it's like it, it was a choice. You know, I you know, do you rather go on to the afterlife and wait for the next lifetime to see what comes or stick around and, and be battered and bruised? Exactly. And it's crazy that you brought up that Kanye thing because again, my parents was giving me so much backlash for agreeing with Kanye. It was a choice. Oh yeah. You know, I'm glad this- we on the same page because it's a lot of black people that's like if Kanye talking about our people and him saying slavery was a choice. Like y'all sound so ignorant. It it is a choice. <laughs> like, come on. No, seriously. How the hell was it? How did Harriet Tubman decide not to do it? Like Come on now. That's what I'm saying. And if all the slaves would have came together, how the hell is it 75 slaves and 10 white people and we get beat every fucking day? <laughs> Bitch, if you don't tie this motherfucker up, I'm going to beat their ass. I'm going to ask them what a whore. Everybody got a job. We finna come together and make this shit work. We've been making shit shake and putting shit together since the beginning of the time. That's all we know how to do is overcome struggle. So why could, you know, we were scared. You know, they was beating the fuck out of us and starving. This motherfucker was dying. Motherfucker was getting separated but if we would have came together and used our power it history would be we would be on top of the motherfucking world like the motherfucking egyptians it's it's just crazy how we have just been bamboozled over here in america and that and if if (laughs) the people that i know that are from africa and they like hey y'all dumbed in a bitch you feel me y'all could do better no seriously yeah that's why they don't care about uh black people in america the africans Seriously. That's why you go get your hair braided and they talking shit. Exactly. They, they, how the fuck you coming into my shop? You need to have your own shop. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. If you really sit down and have a conversation with these people, they're going to be like, listen, 
y'all could have been on top of the world, but y'all are choosing to be oppressed. Mm-hmm. Still, still, why are we still having these same conversations? Just like you know, with the whole marching and protesting thing, man. I probably shouldn't say this. But I don't give a fuck. I was downtown tearing shit up. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Let this motherfucker burn. This shit wasn't built for us, and. It's people that I know when you walk into your job and you see the windows all uh, passed out and girl, it's like coming to the plantation and like, oh, where's Massa? I don't have nothing to do today. I can't work today. Bitch, what? Go. It's just, you know, people throw me for a loop. It's just too much. I love my people to death, but we got to do better. We have yeah. to do better. And that's another thing that I like about our generation, you know. We popping our shit. Whether we doing it in a corporate America, whether we doing it in the streets, we we getting what's ours. I will say that about my generation that I I like for sure, for sure. <clears throat> so yeah. I could talk about this all day long. <laughs> I know. I was going for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Do you have anything else to say about religion versus spirituality? I would just say if you a Christian and you got that nudge, go with your little nudge, you know, and stop talking about people that's spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. educate yourself, enlighten yourself before you sit here and think you holier than now. You're not even supposed to be doing that anyways. You feel me? Just, just get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Amen to that. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yes, I, I agree. Um, but you know, we're still in the month of February, and like we said last week, we're gonna do um a black historical figure every week for the month of February. And um, you know, would you like to go first, Kayla, about your black history person or um no, you can go first. All right. This week, I dedicate my Black History figure to Ruby Bridges. I know, right? Ruby Bridges, surprisingly, is still alive. She is younger than my grandmother, and that is um, surprising. She's 67, guys. Um, And if you don't know, you know, which most people do, Ruby Bridges was the first Black girl to um, go to school with white kids. Um, You know, she kind of paved the way for... um, what's it called desegregation mm-hmm. you know you know so you know so that you know black people blacks and whites could go to school with each other and um i was just reading up about her um and she was born in mississippi but she went to school um in 1959 as a, as a kin- kindergartner um and so what uh, she was used to being in New Orleans and raised in New Orleans. You know, when she went to school, she thought, you know, she said she made the comment that she just was like, you know, I'm from New Orleans and going to school, you know, walking down like a crowd like that. She just thought it was Mardi Gras every day. Like she probably thought she was celebrated. Like, oh, my goodness, look at these white people. <laughs> seriously but that just goes to show you know a kid's innocence and how yes. racist and passed down like a yes family. yes you are so right innocence definitely and it, it just amazes me how she was escorted by you know white man you know so that was very interesting and um she she did she sat in the classroom alone by herself even when parents you know felt like oh this ain't fair i'm not gonna keep my white kids out of school and they started to bring their kids to school although ruby bridges was going to that same school they were not in the same classroom as ruby bridges wow and they still didn't want their kids they were funky ass kids (laughs) in the same room as her but they wasn't gonna not you know have their kids going to school and also um the only way that, you know, black kids could go to this school or go to school with um, white people was they had to pass a test. And only one out of six black children in New Orleans at the time was they were, you know, 
pass the test to determine whether or not they were okay to go to this all white elementary school. So it's just sad. Um, I remember in this uh, diversity class, we talked a lot about um, APA laws um, for psychologists and therapy and things like that. And just how the APA laws was still racist, you know, mm-hmm. and it talked a lot about how, you know, these psychologists are these people that were on the board of psychology and mental health you know, they, they promoted, you know, they were for uh, segregation and, you know, how they made these tests so hard that black people couldn't pass the test, you know, but it just goes back to, you know, slavery and not, you know, blacks not being able to read and write and, you know, being um, taken away from that privilege, you know, not having the privilege to be able to learn how to read and write, write. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just, Shout out to Ruby Bridges being a young girl and being able to stand her ground and go to school. And her mom really pushed that for her. Her dad really wasn't cool with the idea of it. And, of course, Ruby Bridges, kindergarten, she was only, what, five or six? You know, she she wasn't really like, you know, yeah, I want to do this. But her mom thought, you know, this would be good and, you know, you'll pave the way. And so, um, you know, she did just that. Wow. <clears throat> That's so brave of her. First of all, I'm sorry, I remember reading something and they were saying how, you know, she was never scared or mm-hmm. she never questioned anything. You know, she just. Yeah. And it's just crazy. And, you know, it's not like it was other little kids out there. These are grown ass people who were out there mm-hmm. at this little girl calling her names. And it's just crazy to me. To be that mad mm-hmm. for nothing, for nothing, and then it takes me back to that test that you were saying, you know, and how one in six African American kids were able to pass that test. Either one, they made that test really, really hard, or yeah. the kids wasn't getting the basic education that they needed to pass. right to pass that test. And those in that they knew that, you know what I'm saying? That's- those higher people knew that, and that you know makes me think about SAT. You know, all them dumbass standardized tests that we have to take. What are mm-hmm. we doing and shit? What are we doing this for? You feel me? Is right. me not coming to school enough? And what we doing in school enough? Mm-hmm. And if you just think about, um, you know, like you said, you know, we 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 know the life of struggle. Black people know the life of struggle, and that's that's ingrained. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, not saying to be less educated is ingrained in us, but you know, if you think about it, you know, to go all the way back, you know, our bloodline has has been has been has has had the privilege taken away from them to be as smart or you know as knowledgeable in some areas as white people. Not saying we are, you know, we're nowhere near from dumb, and you know, a lot of us are smart, but like you said, still having those tests, no standardized tests, and things like that, they still to this day know, you know. Exactly. Because me, for an example, I suck at taking tests. Oh, me too. And you know what's crazy? Mm -hmm. Because I think about it, you know, back to, I don't know if I should, you know, say this or not, but the, when I was getting my license to sell insurance, it took me a very, very hard, it took me like three times to pass the test. And I was getting so frustrated because I knew the material, but it wasn't about the material. It was about the language mm, yes. on the test. You know, mm-hmm. you really have to pay attention to how they're asking you the question. Mm-hmm. Back to, you know, being in school and certain kids had to get their tests read to them. This Ooh, yes. Um, they understand exactly what you're saying. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But the language on on this is is so uh, intricate. It is I don't know. It's, they just be doing a whole bunch of dumb shit. And it's just- mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I know I'm a horrible test taker because um, you know I'm a I'm a certified registered behavior therapist to work with kids on the spectrum, and um, I failed the test the first time. You know what I'm saying? And you only get two times to take it before you know you gotta wait 
so long to take it again. And I remember like all summer I trained for this. I watched the videos. I had notes. I did all these things. I went to the trainings and all these things. And I'm, and I'm going in there like I'm a horrible test taker. And boom, I failed this freaking test by a couple of questions. And it's like, it's always been that way. Thinking about my cosmetology test, I didn't fail it. But I got one, one, one point higher than the, the lowest, you know. So I've always been... A, a below average test taker and it's it's not because I'm not smart you know I do my work I, I I read my stuff I um I do my notes things like that but like you said the language you know and so me being in graduate school and having to take this exam to be licensed at a as a licensed um marriage and family therapist it, it's nerve-wracking for me because it's like dang this test got 150 questions and I know I'm a horrible test taker you know what I'm saying so um yeah, yeah, you're right. And it, it, it probably 100% does have to do with the language. Exactly. And how they're asking the question. Mm-hmm. The, I realized that I passed the test with flying colors. And it baffles me. It really, really does. I'm sitting here stressing myself out. Hey, look, get flat. I went through the flat. I made all types of flash cards. I made mm-hmm. certain colors to, you know, remember certain things that could stand out to me about the flash cards. Oh. It wasn't about that at all. I knew the material. It was just, you know, when you're taking a test, just ask the question. They trying to trick <laughs> shit. Like right. the language within mm-hmm. where, you know, some kids get, you know, tripped up and even adults, you know, you know, and it's just um the little things do that the system does to you know try to put you behind it, it really is crazy it's, it's so many things i could sit here and talk about it all day long but mm-hmm. it's just it's just a lot yeah but yeah um my black historical figure uh i just wanted to say one more thing about ruby bridges sorry go ahead Sorry, she has um, a foundation to this day, the Ruby Bridges Foundation, and the mission statement is racism is a grown-up disease and we must stop using our children to spread it. So, you know, that just speaks volumes because it's like, you know, even though slavery ended and, you know, whatever, we're supposed to be all equal and free, it still goes on to this day. And I know when me and Kayla was talking about Ruby Bridges earlier um, before the podcast, she just was like, dang, Ruby Bridges was like, you know, the first black girl to, to go to school with white people. And she only 67. That's young. So just think about how many people that are still alive that are around Ruby Bridges age that was in a time of segregation. You know, like, you know, we're still surrounded by a lot of racist people and who have had offspring, who have had offspring. And so, yeah, that's all I have to say. Exactly. And that that takes me back to what I meant to say that I forgot is with that being said, you know, again, Ruby, look, Ruby Bridges is 67 years old. OK, my grandparents are in their 80s. Mm-hmm. If you listen to this podcast and your grandparents are still alive, go talk to them about back in the day and how stuff was. Just sit down, and listen to them. Uh-huh. Do a story for especially during this Black History Month, you yeah. know. Talk about stuff, and it may be for a reason. You never know what kind of stories your grandparents have, or your peers, your aunts, your uncles, your great aunts. You know, sit down and talk to the people that surround you that you know can still talk to you and recollect seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Ruby Bridges. Yes, yeah. yeah. And she's a Virgo. She's born the day after me, September 8th. Hey, I'm September 7th. So, (laughs) of course, you know, the Virgos got to come through and make the wave. You know, Mother Nature. I'm so dead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Kayla, who are you shouting out this week? So, I'm doing, I'm taking it back. I'm doing Frederick Douglass. So, Mr. Douglass was born... February. He was either born in 1817 or 1818. It's not um, clear yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frederick Douglass was a African-American social reformer, abolitionist, a writer, and so much more. <clears throat> he escaped from slavery in Maryland, and um, he became the national leader of the abolitionist movements in Massachusetts and New York. And, you know, he became famous for his anti-slavery writings. Um, It's funny because 
in his writings, he was he had arguments that you know slaves lacked the intellectual capacity to function as independent American citizens. And I think that's very interesting because, you know, he was once a slave. Mm. So, yeah. um, And again, you know, the people of the North found it hard to believe that such a great writer had once been a slave. Mm. Um, And we were just talking about, you know, basically black people being, you know, the, the face of illiteracy. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Um, he wrote three autobiographies. One, the last one coming out just three years before he passed away. Um, when did he pass? He passed away in 1895. Oh, wow. So he was either 77 or 78. Again, it's not clear because um, people are unsure if he was born in 1817 or 1818. Um, and yeah, he was pretty cool. He was married to Anna Murray. Um, She died not too... Um, she died before he did in 1882. Um, it's unsure who his father was but his mother was Harriet Bailey um, hey, Harriet Bailey we had a name with same name as Harriet Tubman <laughs> yes oh another thing that uh, is really cool to me is that he was the United States minister resident to Haiti and he was actually appointed by Benjamin Harris which is funny because he was in office from uh, November 14th of 1889 to July 30th of 1891. Okay. So that's a fun fact. Um, I think Benjamin Harrison is like from Indiana or did some shit with Indiana. Or maybe- wow, Indiana come through. You know, like, Indiana is really it's not it's not respected like it should be like indiana is really i see why my mom enjoys living in indiana and you can't get her to get up out of it <laughs> yeah it is a lot of hidden things i'm sorry yes. here in indianapolis indiana and you know um as a kid we went on a field trip to his house downtown where he used to live at who frederick Douglass? no benjamin harrison Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like, you know, like, you know, the area here, Fort Bend? Yes. Oh, that's named after him. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, he was the governor in Indiana. I even talk about this white man. Fuck him. It's like history, man. Oh, I thought he was black. No, he white. He was just, okay, this white man just appointed Franklin Douglas to be Right. And, you know, he had ties to Indiana. So, I got kind of, um, off yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another off topic thing. He's actually, um, buried here at Crown Hill. Who, Frederick Douglass? No, Benjamin Harrison. Oh, okay. Frederick Douglass is, uh, I'm sorry, I just said I was going to stop talking about him. I guess I didn't talk about him. But, um, I mean, uh, shit. Frederick Douglass, he's uh, buried in Maryland. Okay. De- uh, Detroit? No. Oh, Boston. Um, I believe it's over there by Boston. I should know this. Maryland, yeah, that's Boston. I feel like that's Boston. Boston. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. It was something with a B. I was close. Yes. Was close. I was... Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. Okay. Damn, he actually died in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, it's late. Yeah. I think Baltimore and D.C. mixed up. Whatever. Oh, and it's like a lot of the, you know what I'm saying? You think it'd be Baltimore, but then it's like, nah, D.C. And I'm like, what? I could have. Yeah, that area confuses me. Not even gonna lie to you. That area confuses me. But close. Yeah. But yeah, so again, if you guys have any um anybody that you feel like we should speak on for the month of February, please let us know. We'd love to learn. Um Yeah, Jazz. Okay. That's all you got for Mr. Frederick Frederick Douglass? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, name is Frederick. What'd you say? My grandfather's name is Frederick. Really? Yep, Mr. Frederick Whitlow Sr. (laughs) I love your last name, Whitlow. It's so cute. 
I know. That's what I was saying. I, I like my last name because I don't know too many. I don't know anyone with the with the last name of, of me. I know there was a, few, a one family in high school. That was the first time I ever met somebody with the last name of me. And um, I think it was what? I think it was three siblings, like two boys and a girl. And I remember they used to always like point me out like, your last name Whitlow, like ours. And I was like, yeah, we probably could be family because I never, ever in my life met someone with the last name Whitlow. And you know what's crazy? Again, that takes me back to slavery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Your last name. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, my last name is Jones. Like, I probably came, my people came, probably came from a big-ass plantation. Yeah, and, like, we were just, you know, your sister taking the ancestry test, and it, I don't know, you probably don't want to say that, huh? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's true. She get on my fucking nerves. Like, I, she different. She's definitely different. Oh, so she she take pride in that almost. No no no, she doesn't oh. take pride in that. Okay. But it, it makes sense to me because she's fucking different. Like she yeah, my... your mom too. Yeah, I love him to death, but we just different people, baby. So it does make sense if you are that you know that much percentage. Oh, got white blood in you, and you got the like you said the last name Jones, and that is a lot of hold on wait like last name. I ain't got that much white blood in me. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I, I really think I got a little bit of, like, some, you know, like, either Jamaican, Dominican, some type of that in me. And then Africa, of course. I'm from, like, Nigeria or Libya or something. Like, hell. I could, yeah, I feel that. I know I got some white blood in me, but it, if anything, I feel like I got a lot of Asian descent, too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. You know what's crazy? My grandma who passed away, she always said that we had Italian in us. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know much about the Italians, except for they got some good food. <laughs> yeah, you white. Um, they yeah. got Italians. Let me stop. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I would like to do an ancestry kid, but I feel like if I'm going to be the one for that come back and be like, yeah, we can't trace all your roots. That's because y'all deleted all the fucking records and shit. <laughs> you know what? All my people, and Jasmine, you got to watch these too. It's these documentaries called Hidden Colors. Mm-hmm. You got to watch it. It's it's very, 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 very enlightening. Yes. So yeah, that's that's all I have for um black history okay that's cool all right well i guess we can close out um take four with we're gonna start doing tarot card of the week and so and kayla already pulled our card of the week sorry those are like the celebration horns (laughs) (laughs) right so I did my pool. Oh, did you want to go first? I can go first. No, no. Keep on going. Okay. <laughs> um. So, my serial card of the week, I have a the typical writer, writer writes um, tarot deck. And the card of the week is, drum roll please. Just kidding. It is the Two of Pinnacles. Did you hear my drum roll? I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes it is the two of pentacles and the imagery on the card is depicted as a man juggling two pentacles and those pentacles are making the um infinity signs so um if you are juggling between you know two jobs or two promotions two two things that have something to do with money um, I feel like you will be coming to a conclusion with that towards the end of the week. Um, but you will be presented with something to do with your career and you're going to, you know, struggle, you know, which one is better? This one has more pay. This one has better hours. This one has more benefits, but this one has more pay. But, um, whatever it is with the infinity sign here, you're going to be set. You're going to be just fine. Um, it's crazy because at the bottom of the deck of my deck is the magician, like I was talking about earlier, and um, yeah, whatever you're juggling between as far as your career, 
by the end of the week, you'll have a solution. So just, you know, weigh out your options, weigh out the pros and cons, um, and really meditate and marinate on that. And um, I wish you the best of luck with whatever you decide, and I hope you decide what is best for you with whatever you're juggling with in regards to your career and your money. Yeah, because pinnacles is earth energy, and earth energy, um, you know, does symbolize. Well, most decks is, do you have, like, actual coins on the pinnacle card? Yes, yes. So it's going to do with your career or your money or love. It could be love. Or no, never. I wouldn't say never. Um, I would just say specifically with this card is just pinnacles. Right, right. That's, and, yes. That's um, material. Yeah, or material wise. Um, but whatever it is, abundance is yours with the infinity sign here, and it's and it's long term abundance. So whatever whatever you decide, you're gonna be fine. Just make sure that decision. Is what's best for you, and don't stress yourself out with this decision because you are protected, divinely guided. I also want to do an oracle card, but if you're ready to do your tarot card, you can oracle cards after the, the tarot of the week. Okay, you can go ahead. So it's funny that Caleb pulled the two of Pentacles and I pulled the two of Swords. You know, it's the second, it's the second month of the year, February. So you know, and it's 2022. So. You know, that just, it's just kind of weird to me. But the Two of Swords is um, air energy, right? Yeah. Yep. So, um, and also the month of February holds a lot of, it, the mo majority of the month is Aquarius, and that is the air sign. So, um, yeah, I just had to throw that out there. But um, <laughs> I have, let me be politically correct again. I don't want to offend anybody, but um, my tarot deck is the White Sage Tarot by Teresa Hutch. Shout out to her. Um, it's not the original. It's not an original tarot deck. So um, on my two of swords, it is actually two swords po pointed, you know, upright, and they're crossing like an X, and it's wrapped with like a green uh, ribbon. And my my tarot deck also every card signifies a chakra. And so the green um, is the heart chakra. And it also has the yin yang moon um, above the two swords crossed. Um, so basically, this card just, um, I I'll go ahead and read it, you know, because I'm still kind of new at tarot. But uh, it just means that it indicates a strong bond between you and another person. If there's a conflict, you are like battling rams. You can find balance if you both have some give and take. The green ribbon suggests focusing on your heart, of course. If I look at the two of swords and, you know, the original uh, tarot deck, um, it also means the confusion we face when we are forced to make difficult choices. So a lot like Kayla's two of pentacles, you know, juggling between a decision when it comes to your material world. Uh, the two of swords is all almost the same thing, you know, being forced to look to make a difficult choice between two things. And um, just looking at the way the card is, it's two swords and it has the yin yang energy, but also the heart is connected to it. So it's almost like, you know, juggling between two decisions. But in reality, if you just follow your heart, you know, you'll know which way to lead you. Wow. So that's kind of what I got from it. Wow, that's awesome. Come on, swords. Come on, twos. <laughs> the twos. I love the even number. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So did you get your oracle card? Yes. So my oracle is from the Archangel Animal Oracle Cards. I love this deck. I love the imagery on it. I love the colors. It's very beautiful. Peaceful. Um, this is by Dices by Cooper. No, you didn't say who was by. Okay, yes, it's by Diane Cooper. Um, and what I pulled is the tiger, and it says, "Accept your magnificent magnificence." Um. So again, back to the two of Pentacles. Um, you're magnificent, and whatever that you decide, just know that you're going to be protected with um your career, your finances, your stability, the material world. Um, and all that good stuff. Let me pull up 
Wow, that's crazy. I flipped right to the page. Um, <clears throat> tigers carry much wisdom in their auras, and they're very powerful beings. Um, they're very spiritual. Uh, physically, they're very strong, and they are extremely psychic um, when you're making your decision in regards to your career. When you're making a decision in regard to what? Your career, finances, and... Wow, does that not relate to the two of pinnacles? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it goes it goes hand in hand. So, um, yeah, whatever your intuition is telling you, you know, listen to that as well. Trust your magnificence. Um, and Archangel Raphael is working with you as well as the tiger. So, you know, if you hear something about tigers or if you see a tiger or a tiger print or um, you pass by people and they're having a conversation about a tiger, I don't know, you know, trust that that is your sign from the universe that you are being divinely guided and that you're being pushed to make the right decision. You're going to make the right decision. Um, and the tiger also advises you to expand your horizons as you're making this decision as well, take a, a leap of faith, um, develop something new in your life, something that you want to learn and enjoy. Um, so yeah, and no two tigers have the same pattern or strength. So, you know, just know that whatever you decide that it is for you, it is specifically for you. It's what the universe has for you. So make that decision with confidence as well. And have a happy week. <laughs> I love that. All right. So my Oracle deck is Oracle of Mystical Moments by Katrine Wellstein. Um, and I totally love this deck. I love this deck more than my tarot deck. <laughs> it is definitely what it says it is, you know, mystical. You know, it, all the cards are so magical. They're so creative like I love every card and the card that popped out for me was these cards also have numbers the card that popped out is number six and I know I mentioned earlier in the reading how my life path number is six and I also feel like that's how many divine angels I have um but the card represents uh it's number six and it, it says listen and also listen uh has six letters <laughs> just to put that out there um, <laughs> And basically, it's a girl with her eyes closed and she has her hands balled up, you know, like how you back in the day when you used to like try to sleep in class, but you didn't want the teacher to know you were asleep. So you kind of kept right. your head, your hands on your on your on your hands instead right. of like crossing your arms and laying down. That's how she looks. Um, and she's almost like underground and her hair is almost like the ground and it's like uh uh, flourishing into like yellow flowers and um, a butterfly and bees and the skies above her but she's like you know listening you know underneath um, and so basically what this card means is mindfulness sensitivity empathy this young woman with closed eyes and a knowing smile is rooted in the earth her hair has transformed into the roots of the plants above her you can tell the woman is aware of her surroundings she is connected to the voice of nature she can listen to the growing plants beneath the ground. She is an integral part of her world. She understands the sorrows and worries of the environment. She also knows the songs of nature's pleasures. And if I kind of relate that back to the to a swords and, you know, me saying, you know, if you just follow your heart, you know the right path. And so, like, looking at this card and it says, listen, it's almost like listen to your intuition, listen to your heart or inside and you'll know which, um, you know, you know which path to take. Wow, that's it's crazy how everything is going hand in hand. So, all right, so what do you say, Kayla? Was that a good time? Yes, as always, Jasmine, it was a grand time. Yes, well, that was all for take four, and stay tuned for take five. See y'all next week. Bye bye. Bye, Jazz. <laughs>